0: Welcome to End Goals. My name is Reverend Mark Kiesling, Director of LCMS Youth Ministry, and joining me is Juliana Schultz, DCE, and Manager of Lutheran Young Adult Corps of LCMS Youth Ministry. How you doing, Juliana?
1: Doing well. How about you?
0: Great. Well, we've got a series of podcasts on End Goals from which we're going to be Inviting authors or speakers from the LCMS youth gathering who have written resources for LCMS congregations and others who would want to get young people into the word as well as adults to surrounded by maybe some hot topics that were at the LCMS youth gathering or also the thematics. We always say in our planning and preparation for the youth gathering that the gathering is more than the five days. And one of the things that we added to our repertoire of resources for this gathering is to take uh, either members of our planning team or also those who maybe spoke at the gathering to write resources. Sources that could be used after the gathering in congregational settings. Maybe this is a Sunday school program. Maybe this is a midweek program where young people are getting into the word. And we really try to listen to you as adult leaders and also young people themselves around topics that they could use additional study and connection. Um, and so that's really what we try to do. And we, we've got a great one for you today. Today we will talk with Pastor Casey Kegley about the Book of Psalms, and joining me in studio is DCE Juliana Schultz. So Juliana, you spent years in the parish uh, as a director of Christian education, would have many opportunities to teach the Word to people of all ages, I'm sure. What were some things that you were looking for when you would be preparing resources, or maybe even writing your own? You've written many times for the eSource before you even joined the staff here. What were some things that you were looking for, or did you find helpful in resources?
1: Well, I think part of what you're looking for is their their rootedness in the scriptures, right? They're giving them some significant content. Uh, I particularly picky about making sure that this is not just like it's a Bible study, but it's uh, it's really more a game or or a goof that we're doing that mm-hmm. sort of has a couple Bible verses put into it. Um, so, I really like some of the studies that we're going to be talking about have a huge amount of, of rootedness in scriptures, but um, also topics and content that young people are going to be engaging with. It doesn't work to do a uh, Bible study where, like, I just sit and just talk at kids. Mm-hmm. It's not educationally mm-hmm. not particularly sound. So, being able to have something where uh, there's that interaction and kids can really be thinking critically mm-hmm. and, and reading. Reading that scripture.
0: Yeah, I think there's one thing, uh, just reading through some of the preliminary um, studies that came out and now seeing them in their finished form, is there's some really pretty heavy, deep stuff that I think, again, our young people were asking about. And I think we are. I mean, if we've gotten some great reaction when we posted them online already about adult leaders coming back and saying, uh, we're just not doing this in high school youth. We're like, we're going to do this as a congregation right. I study this because our, our parents asking the same questions too or whatever it is so i think uh, we really hit on some great things to where uh, especially like reading the leader's guide too that there is a lot of uh, sometimes knowledge i think that as the one teaching and leading there's even some growth that needs to happen and so um, there's some preparation that goes into it, and we're thankful for our authors who took the time uh, to write those notes to get us into the word um, and, and prepare us for that and that's part of what this podcast will be too is to get kind of those authors back on the line get to talk to them a little bit they've had some more time to reflect hear from them a little bit about maybe some of the challenges in writing those, and also why they wrote those. We're passionate about that topic. So, really looking forward to the conversation that's going to be taking place, um, again, over these gathering connected and eSource connected resources.
1: Well, and I think Casey's uh, Bible study is a great example of one that um, maybe doesn't uh, look on the surface as quite as engaging for Mm -hmm. young people, but is actually really fantastic content and really applicable. We're going to talk to him a little bit about how uh, young people might be particularly engaged in, in about the Psalms, and, and many of them are going to be engaged in Psalms if they went to the National Youth Gathering, they've heard that theme, they've been there, um, they're they're interested in exploring that more. But even if they haven't, uh, some really good, interesting, engaging content in there, um, even if it's not necessarily on a hot topic or mm-hmm. something that we would naturally be like, oh, kids are going to be really interested in that. Um, so it's great that we're going to get to highlight some of those resources that maybe don't get as much attention just because on the surface their title or their topic doesn't seem as uh, as juicy.
0: Yeah, I appreciate you saying that too, that this resource is something not just for those who attended the youth gathering. You're going to be able to take this as a study of Psalms. Uh, you're not going to feel like you missed anything if you weren't at the youth gathering or attended the morning sessions, which this was kind of related around. But, and you, like you said, Juliana, it's about the Psalms, but I know just reading through it, it hits a lot of the topics that we got a lot of feedback from young people and adults too, that we hit on the gathering about just that uncertainty in the world in which we live fast paced, changing world. um, And yet that we still see that constant and that's God's grace for us. God's mercy for us, God's love for us. And that's what we can be rooted in. And so I think that's where Casey's study takes us, which is, which is great.
1: And I do think there's some really cool uh, crossover. Casey Stiddy talks a lot about the kingship of Jesus. And uh, for students who have come out of confirmation where they were learning mm-hmm. prophet, priest, and king, uh, <laughs> that's going to resonate a little more. And I love that, that it can build on something that maybe perhaps your your seventh or eighth graders studied in a much more in-depth and in uh, I wouldn't say confirmation is not engaging, but but in a more uh, applicable way than perhaps we would have learned it if we're learning prophet, priest, and king when we're uh, in confirmation class.
0: Well, and I think it, it goes back to, like you said, is that here we're studying the scripture first, maybe then a then a theme or topic, and then how the scriptures back that up, but rather taking the scriptures and here we see, oh, here's where the kingship of Christ is talked about. So yeah, great, great opportunity for them to think that through and articulate their faith.
1: Yeah. Today with us we have author of a five-part Bible study featured in the eSource on the Book of Psalms and recapping some of the themes and spiritual connections from the 2019 Youth Gathering. Uh, To find out more, go to youthesource.com.
0: Today we focus on the statement that in Christ I am both a citizen of heaven and of earth. I trust Jesus that he alone gives me life to the full in the here and now. Joining us today on the phone is Pastor Casey Kegley, who serves as associate pastor at Bethlehem Evangelical Lutheran Church in Ridgewood, New Jersey. Pastor Kegley wrote a Bible study on the Psalms titled The King in the Psalms, available on the eSource. He also served on the morning session team for the 2019 LCMS Youth Gathering. Morning sessions were times when gathering participants came together in large audience and spent time studying and applying God's word to their lives. At the gathering, the morning sessions focused on God's word for us found in the Psalms. Casey is a naturally gifted as a communicator and has invested considerable time in the youth gathering. We're so thankful for that. And he was a natural choice to write this study to continue our study of the Psalms. Pastor Kegley, we thank you for being with us and welcome to the podcast.
2: Thanks so much for having me, Mark and Juliana. It is great to be with you today.
1: So tell us a little about—this is our always our opener question—tell us a little bit about your vocations.
2: So I serve as uh, was mentioned earlier as the associate pastor at Bethlehem Lutheran Church in Ridgewood, New Jersey. Um, I I like to describe my vocation as doing a, a little bit of everything here at at our church, uh, involved in in a lot of the the preaching and teaching side of our ministry, also in in the visitation and spiritual care aspects of our our ministry, and even have the the privilege to, to do some some confirmation teaching and have some involvement with our, our youth and our small groups. So uh, I really like it because I get to do a little bit of everything and uh, really, really enjoy having my hand in a lot of different things.
0: Fantastic, how about your family?
2: Yeah, and uh, my family, I'm married to to Beth. We've been married for a little bit more than, than six years and we have uh, three beautiful kids. Uh, our son Boaz is three, our daughter Ada is 18 months, and we are expecting our third child to arrive sometime in December. so uh, we're we're already living in in the throes of of the craziness of little kids, and we figured, you know what's one more at this point?
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're just jumping right in. That is uh, you're gonna have a fun household going uh, this December. That is a lot. Uh, of- you know
0: the the timing was impeccable. <laughs> yeah. just in time for Christmas. Uh, congratulations. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you talk a little bit about how you got a variety of different roles there as as your associate pastor. Uh, as you kind of think about uh, growing up in the church, or oh well, maybe the first question is: Did you grow up in the church?
2: I did grow up in the church, but what's interesting, I think about my upbringing is that neither of my parents were all that involved in the life of the church uh, when I was born. So my my mother was a nominal Roman Catholic when I was born, and my father was, um, I'll call him a curious agnostic, uh, kind of on his way to faith, uh, but he had never been baptized, actually. And I saw him get baptized when I was, I believe, when I was five. So uh, my family eventually made its way into the Lutheran Church. There was a a preschool at the Lutheran Church in my hometown of Grafton, Wisconsin, uh, St. Paul Lutheran. And around the time my siblings and I started preschool was the time my family got connected to the church. Uh, My mother was was liberated to to begin serving in the church, and my father came to faith as well, and we all, I like to say, grew up in the faith together.
1: That's a fantastic story. Is there a key moment for you as a youth in youth ministry?
2: Well, that's a good question. Yes, there there are key moments. I think if I had to zero in on just one or two, um, I think the first I would point to is the first year I was asked to teach in Vacation Bible School. I believe I was a, a sophomore in high school, and because my mom was the VBS superintendent and we were running short on <laughs> on volunteers to teach, she asked me uh, and a friend of mine, uh, Craig Ryder, who now serves as a pastor in the St. Louis area. She asked both of us if we would teach a fourth grade class. And that was the first time that I believe I was, I was given any kind of real leadership uh, in, in the church. And to, to have that kind of role as a, I think I was 15 at the time, uh, was, was a pretty powerful moment because it was a, a moment where I had to consider, all right, what, what is it that, that I believe and what, what is it that I want these, these fourth graders to take away from, from our times together? So kind of to be in the in the position of teaching and leadership uh was a powerful moment for me and then yeah. i think second I, I would point to my youth gathering experience um, i attended um, a couple of youth gatherings the first one was chosen in orlando in 2007 and that was a really formative experience i remember the the moment we walked into the convention center for the first mass event being overwhelmed by the number of of kids just like me in that room, uh, who believed like I believed, and and just to get that reminder that I am not alone was was a powerful moment. And I know a lot of people talk about that that experience being a, a powerful one uh, in their own faith journey as a youth, and that was certainly the case for me.
0: At that time, when you were teaching in VBS, did that become? Uh part of the process or a beginning process for maybe as you look back and see the steps that God used to uh, have you become a pastor and called in the ministry? Did that have anything to do with it or was there another component too that went into considering pastoral ministry?
2: That was definitely a piece of it. Um, and as I look back, I see a number of other pieces that that fit together with those experiences that have led me to where I am today. Um, I think my my parents were both uh, formative influences in my life who had encouraged me to consider uh, this vocation. And I think being being uh, plugged into service opportunities with my mother in VBS and, and in Sunday school and other opportunities um, was a, a big part. And I was also I, I still don't even know quite how this happened. The Holy Spirit was just doing something uh, really powerful, I guess, in Grafton, Wisconsin when I was a kid. Uh, there are There are five of us from St. Paul and Grafton, wow. Wisconsin, who are all serving as pastors now, and and we graduated from St. Paul within two years. So in my my eighth grade class, there are four of us, um, and my younger brother, who is just a year behind us, uh, is also serving as a pastor. So they were really formative influences uh, on me as well, because most of them knew they wanted to to serve as pastors way before I did, yeah. and were continually telling me, you know, Casey, you should think about joining us, and I would shrug them off saying, no, nah, I don't really know if that's for me, but uh, here I am. You know, they, they, they wore me down, I suppose you could say, <laughs> um, or really the, the Holy Spirit, uh, I guess, I guess just raised, I don't know exactly what I'm looking for here.
1: Well, you certainly have have commonalities with with Mark and I in terms of of being dragged into volunteer leadership by a parent uh, <laughs> who, who put that uh, on our on our on our radar um, that led to, to kind of future leadership down the road.
0: That's fantastic. I love to hear that story. You got to talk a little bit about the many ways that you serve there in New Jersey. I talk a little bit about maybe your joys or the things that you enjoy working with young people as a pastor.
2: Well, what I find uh, invigorating about working with young people is their energy. Uh, I know I'm not that old yet, but uh, especially as a parent of a couple of little kids, I, I feel my, my energy dwindling. <laughs> and and to be around young, young people, to be around our youth, uh, kids who are just full of energy and excitement, uh, really gets me fired up. Uh, so that's, that's one of the things I enjoy about it. And another, another aspect of working with youth that I find, uh, especially, uh, especially cool is to see how quickly their growth Mm. can and often does happen. Um, high school years, especially are, are, um, are sometimes crazy years, but also really, really formative and powerful years years of, of, lots of lots of growth, lots of new opportunities, and to see, to see young people latching on to the truths of Scripture, learning new things, and combining that with, with putting the things that, that they're learning and the things they've received into practice, whether that's through, through service or leadership in the congregation, uh, to watch them mature uh, and, and mature so quickly, I think is, is something really cool to witness. And I feel privileged to be able to, to sit back and watch that.
1: So what was your role on the 2019 gathering planning team?
2: So as part of the, the NYG planning team, I got to serve on the morning sessions team. Um, and my, my role basically amounted to, um, digging into the scriptures and considering what we were going to present as far as content went for for the morning sessions at the gathering uh was involved a little bit in the recruiting of the onstage talent uh so you're welcome to all of you who uh experienced those wonderful presenters they were uh, an, an excellent job 10 Fantastic. individuals yeah they were they were just extraordinary They they exceeded our expectations in, in amazing ways. We already knew how talented they were, uh, but even knowing that, they, they just blew us away. It was, it was incredible. So kind of to, to sit back and, and watch that is, is almost like a, a coach who feels like he doesn't even have to, to call the plays anymore because <laughs> the, the team is just executing so well. It was, it was amazing. Um, so I was involved in some of that uh got to, to work with the rest of the team, co-writing our, our pre-gathering Bible studies and uh, some of the post-gathering Bible studies that went out. Um, and then uh, a large part of our process was simply bringing everybody on, onto the same page and coming up with a set of three morning session Bible studies that, on the one hand, were, were uniform enough that everybody was presenting the same kind of outline, but yet flexible enough for everybody to give their own unique take, present with their own uh, unique personality. Um, and for anyone who's, who's worked on teams, you know that, that bringing people onto the same page takes a lot of work. Um, and I was just really pleased with how, how everybody came together and, and took ownership of, of what we had come up with as a team.
0: It is really awesome to watch. Uh, you know, in our planning process, we're talking hundreds of pastors and DCEs and teachers and lay people and deaconesses and others that come in and share their gifts and their joy and their desire to serve young people in LCMS congregations. and. Uh, That was one of those teams that just awesome to see how the Holy spirit brings together God's people um, for the good of young people, for adult leaders who are at the gathering um, to get us into the word. um, And just really in in this case, as we're looking at the Psalms to be considering God's word for us in those Psalms, how they point us to Jesus and, in that, Casey, you're kind of given this task um, to write this study, kind of a, a maybe a little bit of a recap of the gathering, but also to get us continued in the Psalms as we kind of went back from that five day experience. So the gathering's more than just those five days, but to keep the Word of the Psalms on our lips and in our minds. Um, and there's a lot you could write on and um, studying the Psalms. It's like you know how much studying you all were doing and how many voices you had in that process about um, yeah. how do we focus in on just three days to try to unpack that with the young people. So I'm curious. How did you settle on focusing on Jesus' kingship and the kingdom of God for the theme of your study uh, going forward with the Bible study and getting us into Psalms?
2: Yeah, that's a, a good question mark. I think where it came from was my my own study of of the scriptures. Um, I've been taking it uh, upon myself to do something new and do my best to devour as much of the scriptures as I can reading large chunks at a time and trying to get through as much of the Bible as quickly as I can. And through that process, um, I, I found that there were a handful of themes that kept popping up regularly um, in the scriptures. And one of them was, was the theme of, of the king. Um, you see it throughout the, the Old Testament as, uh, you know, God acts as the king of, of his people, Israel, leading them out of Egypt. And then you, you see this, this move into Israel asking for a king itself. And you have the, the generations of, of those monarchs who rule. And when Jesus comes onto the scene, one of the first things he says is, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand and this this got me, me thinking and and in following uh the lead of of some other uh some other writers on on biblical topics um I really saw Jesus as king emerge as one of the the most meaningful themes of of Jesus' life and work so um with that in mind, I, I went back into the Psalms and, and discovered that, yeah, this idea of, of the king appears all over the place. And and in order for us to, to situate, I guess, the, the entire story of Scripture into the Psalms, I thought it would be really cool to, to explore this theme and, and what the, the Psalms specifically have to say about it and use it as an opportunity for us to zero in on one part of Scripture, but then zoom out and see one of the the biggest themes that runs from from genesis to revelation
0: well i love to see in your study i mean how you do that you take us into the psalms you give old testament connection new testament connection so there's that application across and obviously to get it into the ground of our everyday lives of how the kingship of jesus changes everything for us So really appreciate you digging in that way um, and expanding our knowledge of god's word and getting us in deep appreciate that
2: well, it, it is my pleasure, and this was a, a growing process for me, too. Uh, I've got to be honest with you, the idea of Jesus as king is something that I had, had heard, obviously, if you've, if you've read the scriptures, this is something that pops up. But even, even in my own uh, understanding and spiritual walk, this is something that's relatively new for me, too. So it's something that I'm uh, learning to appreciate more and more and discover uh, even more deeply what it's all about.
1: So, was there something as you were as you were looking at the psalms and, and focusing in on that kingship that really has struck or struck you or stayed with you?
2: Um, I think one of the the psalms uh, that really sticks with me is is Psalm two. This is one of the the first in, instances where um, the idea of of the king appears, and I've. I found this psalm to be a tremendous encouragement uh, personally um, because in, in Psalm 2 you have this, this picture painted of, of what I envision as kind of a, a world being undone or, or things seeming out of control. And it's in, in the midst of that kind of situation that, that the Lord comes in, that Yahweh comes in and and speaks powerfully and authoritatively saying that he's, he's the one establishing his king and that ultimately he's the one who's ruling over all of this. Um, so when I, I look out at the world or, or I examine my, my daily experience, uh, that psalm brings me a lot of encouragement to be reminded that, you know what, even as much as I think I'm, I'm in control of this, sometimes I am not, and that is actually a good thing. It's a good thing because God is the one who's in control. He's the one who's, who's ruling over, over all of this, and, and we can trust that not only is he, he ruling over this, but he's ruling as a, as a king who's also gracious and good. Not only does he have um, unlimited power, but he uses that power for the benefit of his people, and that includes someone like me, and uh, that's, that just brings me a lot of comfort and
0: a lot of hope. In our early feedback we've been getting from participants and things, they've uh, really been commenting on how the scripture studies and the thematics uh, really uh, helped uh, young people um, articulate, you know, like you've talked about, the wrestling and the struggles that can be in those adolescent years and times of high school, of of uh, taking that next step into leadership and uh, freedom and other things that are taking place. And so, and it's just that the way the Psalms brought them back to, again, that God is in control in all things and he has brought salvation and he has us in his grip, which uh, is something that they heard over and over again through the morning sessions and also other program too. So I think that's been something that the gathering was just drenched in the work that your team did and others. to to stress that point. Uh, And part of that too, again, is this study that you wrote that's on the eSource that congregations are able to utilize to go deeper into the Psalms and also the scriptures around Jesus' kingship. I want to give you a chance to give a little bit, maybe a word of encouragement as we think about those pastors, commission ministers, or lay leaders who are leading this study with young people. Are there additional thoughts that you would say as you've continued to reflect on that or as you were studying that of points that you would bring up or encouragements that you would give to them as they teach?
2: Well, the first Encouragement I would give is an, an encouragement of, of thanksgiving. Thank you for, for all of you who are leading and investing in our young people and teaching them the, the scriptures and walking alongside them uh, in, in the faith. Um, we are so thankful for, for what you do. Um, and, and then the, the encouragement that I would give specific to this study I, I would encourage you just to sit in in some of the 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 discomfort or or the ambiguity and realize that you don't always have to have an answer for for every question that comes up um, I think that's a that's a really I think it's a really powerful um, what am I trying to say I think it it can it can be a really powerful example to use mm. uh to see one of their adult leaders be upfront and honest and say, yeah, maybe we, we don't have all, all the answers. Um, but even though we may not have all the answers, what we do have are, are the promises of God. Mm. And when we look at God's character and see the, the ways that he has acted throughout history, the ways that, that he has revealed himself uh, among his people, we see that that there is a, a good and gracious God who is working all things together for for the good of his people and and returning to those to those promises as as realities that maybe haven 't been completely fulfilled yet. In a sense, Jesus has fulfilled the promises of God, but we are still people like like god 's people have been throughout the centuries. We are still people who are waiting for God. Uh, to fulfill all of the promises that he has made. And sometimes waiting can be, be difficult. Waiting can be uncomfortable. So I think to, to, to name that and create space for that is, is really helpful, uh, but also to, to continue to just point back again and again to, to the promises of God. Um, those are probably in the encouragements that I would give.
0: I love, I don't know how each morning session duo brought this out. And uh, you guys had it, I know, at least in an early script of what you're doing, but I loved how you brought up that word promises in the studies. And that might sound minor, um, but I think just the way you unpacked it there shortly is there is that nuance between when we ourselves, I mean, we're just not talking about young people, we're talking about adults too, and we want answers and we want it on our time and how the word promise and that waiting thing is such an important part of the Christian life. And what a beautiful thing is that, like you said, the promise is made by someone that's not us and someone who does have the power to deliver and has delivered. Um, and what a beautiful thing that is. So thank you for your work on that. It just, I know in the morning session scripts was a, a great thing for, I think us to hear and be refreshed by God's word.
2: Well, it was, it was a pleasure. And, and, uh, I, I wish that, that oh, I wish that, so many people could have been in in the room hearing the ideas that came from the roughly fifteen people in in that room i <laughs> I, I had so much fun listening to to these people coming from different parts of the country from different church work backgrounds uh, sharing their thoughts on on the scriptures and and to be taught by them to be challenged by them. Uh, was just a, a really cool thing and um, I i agree with you that that the way that it came out uh... on on the stages for for the morning sessions themselves uh... was was just really really cool
1: it truly was, and, and we heard great feedback on, on that. I think you know, there was a, a, obviously the Holy Spirit was at work within your, your group, and I too would have been, I would have liked to have been a fly <laughs> on the wall. Uh, next time I'll have to try and sneak into those, uh, to just to see that, that group of people kind of uh, reading and inwardly digesting God's Word and, and coming up with um, some amazing uh, focuses and, and themes that, that our young people got to hear at the gathering. Uh any last words of, of encouragement that you would give to the people uh, as they are working in youth ministry in their congregations?
2: Again, I would just say keep keep up the work that you're doing. Uh, pray a lot, uh, and especially when it comes to to studying the scriptures with with your youth, I would encourage you spend spend significant time in in the scriptures yourself and and sp- spend spend what I'll call devotional time mm-hmm. I realize that in church work you need, you need to spend a, a lot of time in the scriptures uh, so that you can produce something so that you can preach a sermon so that you can lead a Bible study so that you can give a devotional thought to a group that is that is necessary but I would encourage you to to find time in the scriptures where it, where it is just you and the Lord, where you aren't producing, but you are instead just receiving. Uh, and, and that can take a variety of shapes and forms. Uh, I would encourage you to spend some time in, in the scriptures where you're just meditating on, on a single verse or a smaller section of the scriptures and, and see what the Lord reveals uh, in that time.
1: If you're looking for resources, we have a wealth of doctrinally reviewed, current, and helpful resources for your youth ministry. LCMS Youth Ministry resource website, youthesource.com, has over 1,700 different articles, Bible studies, skits, and discussions, guides, free for you.
0: End Goals is a production of LCMS Youth Ministry in partnership with KFUO Radio.